Welcome to Season 7 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Today, we move on into a, uh, a new realm, a new section. I don't know how we we put it. It's, it's what I was telling you a few weeks ago I was planning to move into, and I just, uh, I hadn't yet um, as I was, uh, well, let me tell you about it. I, I'm working with my basketball team. I'm, uh, we've created core covenants. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about those in a minute. Actually, maybe not even yet. We'll see. Uh, but I, I've been telling you I'm going to start working with my team on our, well, we had started create, creating our core covenants about uh, six weeks before our season began and um, started the process of going through and, and intentionally creating the culture that we're seeking. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, and then I, I've been telling you, I'm going to start telling you about what the covenants were that we created. But uh, because I haven't actually started the process with my team, I was waiting till we picked our teams, and then it's just been, you know, uh, building other things first, and, and when meeting with them, and now we're about to start, you know, talking about our team's core covenants, and so I've wanted to do that with you, but we took a little detour be- since I wasn't doing uh, that with my team yet. We took a little detour the last three weeks and talked about Arnold Schwarzenegger's book, Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life, and uh, some really good points that he made in there about working hard, about putting in the reps, and then about last, last week about how pain is a temporary thing, and you just got to fight through it. Well, uh, this week, so I'm recording this actually a week before you are hearing it. Uh, I'm going to be gone the weekend right before you're hearing this. So you're going to hear this on Monday, what, December 11th, I think, is when this will come out. But I'm recording a week ahead of time, and I'll be gone the weekend of the uh, 8th, 9th, and 10th. And so I decided I'll just record this now. So what I will be doing with my team the week before you hear this, I was planning to work on our, you know, start our covenants, but it's also a really tight week for us games-wise. Uh, we'll play on Tuesday, have our first game on the, the Tuesday before you're hearing this, and then the Friday and Saturday before you're hearing this, uh, we're at a tournament. Uh, but I personally am going to be out of town. I have to miss that tournament, actually, because I'm going to be out of town at my niece's wedding down in Georgia. And so, uh, so what I'm doing is I'm trying to record ahead of time because I know I'm going to be spending all day, the day I usually record this, the Sunday uh, before you hear it, I'll be in the airports and so uh, I'm flying home. So I decided to go ahead and record this a little early and I'm not certain that we will actually get to our core covenants this prior week to you hearing this. And so um, what I'm going to do is talk about the concept of what we have done. 
uh, and the concept of creating your culture and the concept of focusing on values. And so I've got some great quotes today about values and why they're so important to focus on. But I also have an article that I have written. It's actually, it was a blog post that I wrote back in 2015 that I also released as an article um, in, uh, I think I may have released it in our paper that year I, uh, or at some point uh, in time in the past. But I just did in one of the two newspapers in my community, the Park County Community Journal. And uh, that's, that comes out twice a month, uh, the 1st and the 15th of each month. And so what you're going to hear today, some of that is from that um, article that I wrote that came out on December 1st uh, called Intentionally Create Your Culture. And then you're also going to hear some quotes that, wor- that talk about this concept of the concept of values and why they're so important to be creating in your culture. And then next week, I'll probably go into the details of covenants and probably start us down this path of you know the specific covenants that I'm doing with my team. So we'll see. We'll see how our order goes. Okay, um, I'm going to start with a quote by Abraham Lincoln uh, about values. <laughs> he said, when I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. That's my religion. Now, I don't know that he was not a religious man in terms of you know being a Christian and all. I, I, I don't know that, but I love how he's saying, look, uh, and again, this is not a political or religious podcast or anything like that, but, you know, he's saying, I I think he's saying, we can all have a religion that we follow and that we profess to, you know, believe in and all. That's great. But ultimately, how do you handle yourself? You know, well, when I do good things, I feel good about who I am. When I do bad things, I feel bad about who I am. And so, Live your life according to the idea that are you going to do good in this world? Are you going to do good for other people? And the idea is get intentional about those things. Okay, Be a person who intentionally lives your life the right way. Well, that's what I'm trying to do with my team. And I try to do with my teams all the time. And so I'm going to read you some a little bit from my uh, this article, Intentionally Create Your Culture. And I'm going to read some, I'll talk about it, but uh, I'm just going to make my way through it because it really gets at the heart of why do I do these things called covenants with my teams? And I have to give you know credit to Bruce Brown from Proactive Coaching for introducing me to the concept of core covenants. I've always had these types of things in my programs, what I, I used to call my, the cornerstones of my philosophy. And for me, they were uh, work habits, discipline, team-first attitude, and sportsmanship. You know, and they were kind of the four things that I always focused on, and I still focus on those. But then in getting to know Bruce and then becoming a speaker with Proactive Coaching, you know, I really started to zero in on the concept of a covenant. And we'll talk more about covenants in particular next week. But, but the idea was get intentional about creating the culture you're after. And, and you do that by creating some type of values, some type of covenants. So I'll talk more about those, as I say, as we move on. So this is what I said. I I asked these questions at the start of this this article. Have you ever been part of a great team? What made it that way? Was there a special bond among teammates? Was it a place of high energy and strong trust? Did you win a lot? For most of us who have been on some great teams in our lives, the answer to those questions is usually a resounding yes. But often the next question is, 
why don't all teams end up being great? It can't be only about winning because not all great teams win all the time. So of all those questions that I just said, the concept of winning a lot isn't necessarily at the top of the list when it comes to memories of being on a great team. Many people look back on some of the teams they considered as being great and realize they didn't win a championship or even win a lot of games. And so some of the greatest teams in the true concept of a great team were teams that didn't win a lot of games. So if winning a lot of contests isn't the pre, number one prerequisite for being a team being great, why don't great teams happen more often? Well, I believe everything starts with the leadership, and in sports, that's the coach. So whatever realm you lead in, those of you listening to this podcast, you know, whoever you are, whatever realm you lead in, it starts with you. And that may seem like a lot of pressure to put on one person, especially given the fact that when we're talking about youth and school teams, for those of us coach, we're talking about skill levels, mental capacities, behaviors, mood swings, all those types of things of children and teenagers. So how can we put all the blame and praise on the coach when there are so many variables in any given team situation? Well, I think it all starts with the coach because if the coach is intentional about trying to create a great team culture and a great experience for kids, the chances are much greater that it'll end up that way. You know, but unfortunately, too many teams in this world leave that stuff to chance. Coaches who are intentional about what they want to see happen have more success at seeing their goals come true. It doesn't mean that it, it, it's a guarantee, but it certainly creates a situation that's much more apt to come true if they are intentional about it. But as I said, unfortunately, most teams just happen by accident. The culture and the experience are left to chance. There's no, no vision. You know, there's no roadmap, no guide. We're not saying, okay, here's what we want to do. Here's what we want to be. Here's who we want to become. And here's what we're going to do to get there. And so all that happens is, is our teams just kind of wander through their season, hoping it'll be a good experience. And the coaches, you know, all we focus on is, okay, I'm going to create this great practice plan for today, and let's just put that plan in place. Okay, good. Now the next day we do the same thing, and now we have this game coming up. Okay, let's focus on the game. But, but we don't zero in on, well, wait a minute. How do I create a great team out of this group of people that has come together and we think that creating a great team just comes from the practice plans and just us you know practicing the skills but we forget that this is however many kids you have on your team whatever sport you coach a lot of different personalities a lot of different emotions a lot of different baggage a lot of different things going on in these kids lives that you have to deal with and kind of work your way through and so you know I I what happens is, is we as coaches, we let the kind of the ups and downs, the ebb and the flow of the season to dictate whether or not this experience is a positive one. And so I know, I know a lot of coaches, team leaders, team or whatever, whatever kind of realm you're in, you'll talk about wanting to win whatever a championship is, you know, the ultimate for your team. But go, you know, that you set that as a goal. Well, that's good. It's good to have goals like that. I want, I want our team. We want to win a state championship, just like anybody else. But goals like that create a focus on a result, and it, often it's a result that has so many variables that could create that result or keep it from happening. And so, when you only focus on result, it creates a lot more on results. It creates a lot more pressure. You know, it, it's giving a direction to go. That's good. That's a good thing about goals. But only focusing on a result means there's only one way to succeed to achieve that one result. So think about. You know, in high school sports, a state championship is a goal. Well, if, if you're only, you know, it's ultimate goal for teams, right? If that's all you focus on, 
And that's what you consider to be success. Well, in my state, that means there's only four successful teams in the entire state because we have four classifications of schools, which means there's four state champions. Are you kidding me? That's, those are the only teams that are successful? I can't, I can't buy into that. I can't, I can't get in, get, you know, go that route because there's so many more ways to measure your success. So I think one of the better methods is focus on creating the culture you'd like to have in your program and then focus on the standards that you want your team to live by or the guiding principles, you know, and it's, like I said, it's what we call core covenants. You know, a covenant is a binding agreement between two parties, you know, or between multiple parties where, and you can see the action, okay? You can see this covenant. You can see this value in action. And that's why um, I love the concept of a covenant because it's much more than, you know, we put the word out there and here's this great value, you know, something like discipline. I mentioned that earlier. That's a great value for us to try and live by. But what's that look like? And so that's what we focus on in my teams. And this, again, this concept really comes to us from Bruce Brown from Proactive Coaching. Check out proactivecoaching.info um, and look up, you know, check out Bruce's book, First Steps to Successful Teams, uh, Core Covenants. It's a booklet or his book, Teaching Character Through Sport. Both of them go into really good stuff on this, this concept. Uh, or get get the video or DVD, um, the Captains and Coaches Workshop, or uh, have us out to do that presentation. It's it's one of our most uh, asked for, our most given presentations. Um, because the idea here is, is we're going to talk about, well, how do you create the culture by creating your core covenants? Because a covenant, then it becomes this. It's This is what we believe, so therefore this is what you will see. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. All right. And, and in our, my opinion, and most of our opinion, the, the best covenants are focused on behavioral characteristics. When a team sets up covenants for behavior within the program, they're creating the culture they seek because they're focusing on these behavioral characteristics. So they zero in on things they have control over not the results and the outcomes that have all kinds of variables that can influence them. You know, so, for example, if I say team first attitude, I mentioned that earlier, is one of the ones that I've always had. It's also, ironically, one of the ones that you'll be hearing about uh, when I talk uh, over the next few weeks about my team's covenants because my team chose that as one of them. Well, everyone on the, on the team can make that choice to be committed to being a great teammate. You know, there, you don't have to be the best player. You don't have to have any prerequisite skills or training or education or any physical attributes. You just have to make the choice that says, I'm going to be team first. I'm going to put the needs of the team ahead of my own in every decision I make and then go out and do it. You know, well, the same can be said for any behavioral characteristic. You know, 
things like teachable spirit, having a great work ethic. I mentioned discipline before, mental toughness, all, all those types of things. The beauty of this concept is every kid in your program, but those of you who don't lead te- sports teams, you lead work teams. Every person in your organization can make that commitment. They can choose to do so. It's their choice. And so when we get intentional as the leaders about establishing these things, these covenants, there's a much better chance that they'll be lived in our programs or in our organization. But it's not easy. It does take work, you know. And so, like I said, we spent six weeks working to create ours before the season began. And now we will take all of the weeks throughout the year to talk about them and work on them and try and build them into our team culture. And when our season ends in hopefully March, if not March, middle, middle of February, when our season ends, it doesn't just end then, though. You know, I hope the seniors will take some of those on into their lives and use them. And then our younger players will keep working by living through those covenants. And then we have a base to start from for next year. Next year, we may choose some different covenants. We may choose the same ones or some of the same ones. But we'll have laid a foundation for, okay, this is what it means to be a member of our team and this program. And so the concept of living by these covenants will be able to be carried on, hopefully, by our team. With We've already laid a foundation as to what it means. So next year, the kids will know what we're doing. This was the first year of doing it the way that we did it this year. Okay, And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about intentionally creating your culture. Well, let's talk about a few, a few um, quotes. I gave you one from Abraham Lincoln. Let's talk about some quotes just about values and why it's so important to have values in your, in your programs. Uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower said, A people that values its privileges above its principles soon loses both. Man, that's good. When you focus more on the privileges that you've been given in your community or in your, in your country, in your society, wherever you may live, when you focus on those over the principles, the foundation of who you are, you lose both those privileges and your principles. Man, that's good. Stephen Covey, the great Stephen Covey, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I have two quotes from him. Being proactive is more than taking initiative. It's recognizing we're responsible for our own choices and have the freedom to choose based on principles and values rather than on moods or condition. Proactive people are agents of change and change and choose not to be victims, to be reactive, or to blame others. This is so good, and it goes to what I was saying before, that these covenants that you'll be hearing me talking about with my teams, these are choices that everybody can make um, to live by in order to be a part of the team. And then you become, you know, an agent of change in your team. And you choose not to be victims or reactive or to blame others. You're going to be intentional, as he's pointing out. His second quote that I loved here is, Peace of mind comes when your life is in harmony with true principles and values and in no other way. You want peace of mind in your world? Live by the principles and values that you say you're going to live by. That's what I'm going to try and get my team to do this year. Yeah, I'm going to try and get us to win games. We're trying to get work hard. You know, we had our preseason scrimmage this uh, last Saturday night. Now, for you, it's two Saturday nights ago because you're hearing this 
you know, a week later than I'm, uh, that I'm recording it. And so we had a lot of things that we worked on and we're trying to, you know, figure out how do we score best? How do we stop our opponent from scoring best? We're going to work on all those things, but the biggest thing we've got to work on is how do we live by our principles? Because we really believe our principles, our covenants, our working through them, living by them will help us become the best team we can be. And then uh, Nick Saban, uh, like him or not, uh, I, I love the quotes I hear from Saban when I see him on videos at coaches clinics or various places like that. And the quotes I read from Nick Saban, he's the head football coach at uh, Alabama. They just made it into the college football playoff this past weekend, again, two weekends ago from you, for you, uh, by beating Georgia. Um, but I love the things I hear from Saban. I'm not always a fan of how I see him behaving on the sideline, uh, but I love you know the concepts that he is trying to instill in his team as well. He says, people, who, this fits right into what I'm talking about with my teams. People who are role models for the principles and values of the organization who buy in and understand the vision of what the organization is trying to accomplish and have the personality to inspire other people to the vision. You know, that's what team chemistry and leadership is all about. So you need to be a role model for what we're trying to, to do here. You got to buy in and understand our vision of what we're trying to accomplish. And then you have to have that personality to inspire other people to do to to fall in, into that vision and to follow that vision that's team chemistry that's leadership that's what we as leaders need to be instilling in our teams and then our team members need to be living by and finally uh this is from john f kennedy and i found this on the passadon.com uh it's a quote thing i get it one a, a quote from them every day uh and this was one that came over the thanksgiving uh holiday weekend it's from John F. Kennedy. He said, so I have three presidents in today's, don't I? Lincoln, Eisenhower, and Kennedy. Um, As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. And that's one of the things I'm going to be talking about with my team coming up, and I'll be talking about with you guys next week um, and throughout this series, if you will, on you know, our, our team's core covenants. And that's, it's great that my team has established these. It's great that you guys go out and establish covenants with your teams or values, guiding principles, whatever you want to call it. But if all they become are words, you know, we will put, I've got a poster that we are creating for it. And we'll put that up on our wall in our locker room. And kids will touch that as they go out to the court and do all, we'll do all that kind of stuff. But if that's the only place that they, that those words are, and we aren't living them. Our kids are not out there on the court or out in the school or in the community or wherever living by those covenants. doesn't matter, okay? That's just not enough, okay? All they are then are words on a wall. And uh, we want these to be words in our hearts and in our actions. So, yeah, I love this concept of intentionally creating your culture. And those are a bunch of really good quotes to help us get there. Uh, next week, I will move on to the truly the concept of covenants. I might start with our team covenants that uh, I, I certainly believe I'll be telling you what they are because by then we will be into them with my team. But I'll be talking about covenants, how to create them, what they are, you know, things like that. Uh, and then we'll start talking about my team specific ones, if not next week, the following week. So, so come back to hear about covenants and all that they can do for your teams next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And I will talk to you then.
Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.